This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Welcome Facebook Live to Very Bold, also KSLR AM 630, and to our podcast listeners. Guys, you don't want to miss this. We're talking to author, entrepreneur, consultant. Uh, his bio is forever long. I can't take all the time to talk about it. He's an amazing man. He's written a book you want to get. Uh, it's actually coming out May 1st. Is that right, Pierce? Let me say hi to Pierce Brantley real quick. Hey there. Yeah, it is. I'm very excited. It's coming out May 1st, and I can't wait to the impact it's going to have on folks. Man, that's crazy. I mean, that's tomorrow. Today is Thursday, April 30th. The book is officially out tomorrow. And uh, let me tell people the title. And uh, I know we've got men and women that both watch the show and listen. The book is really written uh, for men. So women, don't go away. It's going to impact you, but it also might impact someone in your life, your husband, your son. Um, It's really important. The book is called Calling, Awaken to the Purpose of Your Work by Pierce Brantley. I just read the manuscript two nights ago in one sitting, uh, enjoyed all the stories, enjoyed all the insights, but also could just see that God is in this. So uh, Pierce, man, I don't even know where to start. I'm fired up. I want to hear hear uh, where this idea for this book came from. I want to talk about some of those stories. I know as an author, sometimes it's like, man, I don't want to give away too much, but uh, <laughs> but I love those stories. I mean, you grew up in a barn, Come on. I grew up in a barn of all places, which, you know, the the book has been birthed in my heart for over, you know, two or three years, you know, just laboring with the Lord to get it right. Yeah. But the principles, the principles started way out in the boondocks of East Texas, where I grew up in a barn, graduated to an oil tank, but, you know, those homegrown, those literal grassroots principles of working alongside the Lord started uh, at that place, you know, really uh, of, of poverty and of lack, and yeah. actually it's amazing how those things transcend all the way up to working with, with Fortune 500 companies, and now, looking back, I wouldn't have it any other way because, you know, it really taught me a lot about how intentional, how gracious, how kind, how proactive God is in our lives to shape in us uh, the work he wants us to do and how he wants to partner with us in really incredible, incredible ways. Man, this is something obviously in your life that you've caught a hold of. You talk about different stories where you are consulting or you're trying to problem solve, and it's almost, well, not almost. I mean, it's like God is helping you to solve those situations. Can you think of one that you could share with us? Oh, sure. I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you yeah. a recent one yeah. uh, that just happened. And uh, you know, I was working with a, uh, a CEO and uh, one of his uh, kind of right-hand men, and they had asked me to come in and say, you know, just, hey, you know, what do you think we need to change? They knew they had some issues in the business, but they couldn't quite put their finger on it. And, you yeah. know, I've been, you know, I have a little bit of acumen, and so I could have just kind of pulled something out of my bag and said, well, you know, this is this is what you should do, but... As I've learned to do, I paused and I said, you know, Almighty, there are a number of different things I could just tell them. Yeah. What do you see that I do not see that will actually affect them? And what will actually bring your good into this company, into this office, uh, into these people's lives? 
because, you know, I don't know, but you do. Yeah. So I did, and immediately, you know, uh, I got an impression, and that impression was something very specific that I could not have known, which was they were uh, doing a lot of tactical work and not strategic work, which is basically to say, you know, they're working in the business, but on, not on the business. And so yeah. it was a lot more in-depth than that, but I unpacked it for them, and I, you could have heard a pin drop. Right? <laughs> I love so it. Big. And the reason was because they knew they had this felt need that they couldn't quite identify, which was that their leadership wasn't working at the way in the way they needed it yeah. them to. And so we went into a lot of detail and you know, kind of prayerfully went through it. I thought it was cool, um, but I didn't know a whole lot more than that. About an hour later, the CEO walks into where I was working, yeah. sits down, stares at the wall. And so it's blinking, and he says, never in my life have I experienced something like that. How did you know that these were the problems that we were struggling with, and how did you know like, that this is where we needed to go? Well, then, of course, I got an opportunity to bring up, you know, that, well, this is, you know, what God saw in your business, wow. and this is what he wanted to do, and, you know, he cares about your business as much as you do, if not, if not more. This is going to help you. And so I gave an, an, an avenue to be able to talk about that kind of stuff. But this is something that anyone can do. These, these are the, these, this is the principle that I apply to my line of work. But the reality is, is that God has hidden pockets of work for us to do no matter what job we're doing. With, it could be with any job, with any boss, any place in time. God wants to work alongside us to do incredible things that don't necessarily look like, you know, maybe traditional vocational ministry. Yeah. Author Pierce Brantley is with us. The book is calling Awaken to the Purpose of Your Work. Uh, Pearson, as you're talking, I've got lots of thoughts. One of them is just the wisdom in that situation that you just referred to, where you prayed, God gave you an answer, and then that seemed to also just happen to give you a platform and that ability to say, look, this is this is God at work, and to share that. I know there's another story in your book where um, it seemed like some other people maybe got it a little bit backwards where they thought, well, we'll just go in. We'll just share that God loves them. We'll share that and sort of hope for the best. And that did not work out as well as I recall from the book. So what's the difference in knowing the wisdom to, man, God is with me. God wants to help me in this, um, but not always getting it kind of backwards. You know what I'm referring to, Pierce? I, I do. That's okay. such an important story. You know, I love the hearts of of people, of men and of women who want to minister in the workplace. The funny thing, especially if you're working in maybe a a secular culture, is that without even trying to, we can get it backwards and it can backfire on our ability to minister to people, even though we care for them. And so there's Mm -hmm. an example in the book. And we were going into a, uh, a meeting with a high-profile client who had an issue. They actually wanted to close their account and uh, with us, and it was for yeah. a large sum of monthly income. And I just, you know, become partnered with this company. So we go in, and right before we go in, you know, the person who had owned the account said, "You know what? Uh, I am going to throw the playbook out. I know they have some issues with their account. I know they're frustrated." Yeah. But I'm just going to take a risk here. I'm going to preach the gospel, talk about my testimony, and uh, and and see what comes of it. And, you know, in the moment, that felt extremely bold. Like, wow, you know, rah, rah, yeah, like that. that right. I'm, I'm, who would do something like that unless someone was very confident in, 
in their faith. And, you know, they even prayed for someone who there was who was an atheist that they would get ministered to and all that kind of stuff. He belabors and pours his heart out for 45 minutes in mm. front of the board and, you know, the, the C-suite. Wow. And uh, at the end of it, they blink and they say, well, thank you for that, you know, very compelling story. How are you going to help us, you know, turn these accounts around that we have? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't yeah. even, you know, it, it bounced off the wall. And the reason is because, you know, it didn't actually meet them at their point of need. Mm. Whereas if he had come in, if we'd come in with a different perspective, which is, you know, God, you care for these people. God, you have a plan and a purpose for their business, even though we don't see it. And there is some way supernaturally that you can turn it around. Yeah. What might that look like? Well, then you have a platform to be able to speak into people's lives. It's really important to know that, you know, um, the world only knows what it knows, right? Yeah. And so we have to meet them at the point of need in order to create that bridge. And that's typically the best way and the, and the easiest way to do it in your place of work is to come alongside them with what they know and then let that minister. It's one of the cool things I've found over time. It really seems to be effective. Yeah, that's great, Pierce. Um, all right, let me ask you this. I just feel like you know somebody is either listening or watching and they're like feeling, look, I'm in a dead-end job. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not excited. I'm not – I mean, I'm just – doing what I got to do. I mean, what, where do you start with someone that is just kind of feeling like that kind of discouragement today? I mean, cause this book is all about that. So where do you start? Oh my goodness. I know. Well, I, know. Off, <laughs> I just want to say, I, you know, my heart goes out to mm. you and I've, I have been there myself more, more than once in life. Um, I'll tell you another story. Yeah. I love stories. Oh, I do too. Wow. Your stories are great. You're a great storyteller. Uh, makes the book super compelling. Um, so yeah, please do share your stories. They're great. Okay. So when I was I was early twenties, and I had been doing kind of internship ministry for uh, you know about three years, and I you know transitioned out of that, and I was like you know I need to start figuring out what I want to do you know long term. Yeah. And I left, and I left without a whole lot of credentials in my back pocket. And, you know, I was praying, and I said, Lord, you know, I need a place to stay. I need food to eat. I need a job. I really specifically need a job. Mm. And I know when we ask for bread, you don't give us rocks. So what <laughs> your word tells us this. So, what you know, I need some help here. So the next day... <laughs> Next day, I'm with some friends, yeah. and a guy walks into the room where we're hanging out, hasn't seen me for well over three months, barely knows me from Adam, goes, Pierce, do you need a job? Wow. And I said, you know what? Actually, I do need a, jo- need a job. He said, okay, hold on. Give me a second. He picks up his phone. I don't breathe for about five minutes as he's on the phone. Yeah. Puts his phone to his chest and goes, can you start tomorrow? <laughs> of course I could start tomorrow. I started tomorrow. Wow. And I got to work. Now, that work was provided by God for me for a certain place in time. Mm. The work itself, I did not enjoy. Ah. In fact, I, I more than less disliked. It was doing uh, construction repair work on the tops of skyscrapers. Oh, so, man. you know, if you're height adverse and aren't oh. particularly, you know, don't have a background of, you know, fixing <laughs> glass, uh, you know, <laughs> a thousand feet above, you know, the earth, then... You know, it's not going to be a great thing. You're not going to no. see it has a great career path for you. But I knew that God had placed me there for a specific place in time, and he had provided for me. And I took ownership of that moment. I took ownership of that season, and God transitioned it into a lot of other really good things. 
And so the first thing I would say to someone who is struggling is, you know, the job may not feel like, you know, this is what I'm made for necessarily. And I empathize with that because I've, I've been there. Yeah. The reality is, is that God can work in that. If you hand that work over to him, you'll start to actually dream of the mundane. You won't want to go on a lunch break because you'll start to see that every single moment is right for God to work through it in order to partner with him to build the kingdom. You'll see the scaffolding of kingdom all around you in everything you do. And that's when the testimony starts to come. The other thing I would say is that, you know, the difference between us and some of these folks that, you know, uh, you say, oh, man, they're definitely living out their calling. They have got it. They've got a platform or they're doing great things for God. Like how the difference between you and them is not the calling because we're all called. Yeah. It's stewardship over time, the things that feel mundane and giving them to the Lord. And then that transition happens. Uh, and that's when the really good stuff, you know, that's when the really, really sweet stuff starts to happen. Right. Okay. So can I ask you? And I don't remember if there was a story in the book about it, but when you were doing uh, different jobs that aren't just in your wheelhouse or, you know, you weren't designed and created for that, but God called you to that in that moment, like being on top of these skyscrapers, uh, where, I mean, what did that look like for you to see God in the mundane there? I'm just trying to, you know, picture that. Sure. Well, you know, for me, it's one of those things where you, you become present to the moment and realize that, you know, everything is, has the possibility to teach you something yeah, and that God can work through that in order to, to promote you. Um, you know, a lot of the jobs that I used to kind of do as I moved into, but just now kind of product and business consulting yeah, started out as, you know, things as simple as, you know, giving my opinion on, on design or thinking about the way something might look and then prayerfully asking the Lord you know, what that might look like. There is actually a story in the book of, I was, I had a client at the beginning of my career and he had a problem and he was insistent that the problem could only be solved one way. And I didn't particularly like the work, I, I, okay. quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He was, That's and, good. Yeah, and he was a little bit stubborn too, um, <laughs> which was his right. And he was like, you know what, we can only solve this this way. And I said, well, we can solve it this way, this way, this way. No, I don't want you to solve it any of those ways. I want it to be solved in my way, with this solution, with this process. Yeah. And, you know, we the, we got a little bit heated, and, or it, the situation so heated, I, I decided to slow it down, and I just prayed internally. I said, Lord, there's only one answer in his mind. There isn't a bridge to that answer. Ah. What's that answer? And so I got a download. That download was exactly what he needed. And when it you say was, download, it, you mean, I mean, God spoke something to you as you use that word, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Prayerful inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like download. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very, thanks for clarifying. Anyway, it was a specific piece of wisdom that I would not have known otherwise that was technical uh, and not obviously known. And it worked like a charm and it didn't be one of the better things you know, that we had to offer him, and that was part of the tool that we were building for him. It was fascinating. It was supernatural, but it was practical. And so, you know, revelation in my mind is always practical. You can always put a wrench or a hammer to it. Otherwise, you know, I wouldn't question whether, you know, it, you can work off of it. And so if you feel like you're in a position where, you know, you just don't necessarily enjoy the work, 
one of the best things you can do is lean into the Lord and ask for godly wisdom. The Bible says they'll give it to us generously and without reproach. Right. And that's the fun part, right? Because right. then we get to actually partner with God, and the work itself begins to matter less uh, as, we, as we work alongside Him. These kind of stories can be true for anyone, and it's what brings joy to jobs that we don't necessarily feel connected to. I, I think there's actually a, a, almost a measure of a lie in the world that says, in order for you to be happy, in order for you to feel fulfilled, in order for you to feel like you're, you're living your best life or, or some kind of language like that, yeah. is to be doing what you want, how you want, and the way you want to be doing it. Mm. And while I would say there's a measure that that's not wrong, what I would say is that for the Christian, yeah. you are a new creation in Christ, and you have, you're, you're born into new purposes, into new relationship with God. And so while your purpose is to know and to be known by God, that fulfillment, the reason we feel disconnected from our fulfillment is because we haven't necessarily brought God into our jobs in the way we might bring God to other aspects of our life. Yeah. So when we do that, that's when that sense of fulfillment and that sense of, okay, I'm, I'm in lockstep with what I know I'm supposed to be doing happens because I'm in lockstep with the Word of God and with His Holy Spirit. Yeah, man, that's great stuff. Just a reminder, listeners, we're talking to Pierce Brantley. He's author, entrepreneur. His new book, I mean brand new, is Calling, Awaken to the Purpose of Your Work and addresses really just elevating what works, what work looks like. I think, uh, Pierce, you address in your book kind of the typical model of what a Christian male is thinking about his job and how it relates to God. Um, and I, do you remember some of the things that you talked about there? Just, you know, uh, not, not being immoral, not doing this, not doing that. Um, but, but in your book, you're really elevating it way beyond that. Yes. And so, you know, my, like you mentioned earlier, the principles in this book are, I, I've written towards men because my burden is for men, but the principles okay. are holistic. Right. And so we sort of start there. And, and, you know, my heart goes out to men, one, because of the struggles of, the, of my father and then the way we grew up. Mm. And then two, because there's a lot of demand, a lot of pressure on the guy to provide. Um, uh, and uh, even if it's the pressure that he's putting just on himself, yeah. not wanting to let his wife or his kids down, not wanting to let his jo- you know his boss down, not wanting to let himself down, yeah, you know, they want to be able to look in the mirror and say, you know, I've, I've, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and all of that 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 pressure, the motivation for that stuff is oftentimes good, but that motivation can oftentimes actually disconnect us from that elevation. I love that you use that word, that God intends our work to be about, this, mm. this you know, bringing the kingdom to the earth and, and being a part of what God is doing. Um, and so, you know, one of the things we talk about is moving from this mindset of hard work mm. to good work. You know, there is mm. nothing wrong with putting in the hours that you're supposed to to earn a paycheck if your only goal is to earn a paycheck. But God has promised us that He will provide, and He provides through our jobs oftentimes. What we can do, though, is move past that and say, okay, you know, God, I'm in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do well by my boss. I'm going to meet my job description. I'm going to do good for the company. However, what do you want to work in this situation? Yeah. We take a little bit of a look at the story of Genesis. We go back to the, the beginning of things, right? right? Which is really helpful with our jobs. 
And you look at the story of Genesis, and there's a story for us there as well. It's that the Bible says, "In the Spirit of God hovered over the surface of the deep. The, the world was formless and void, and you know nothing existed." And then, what you fast forward to the end, what do we know? It says, "He looked at everything he's done, and it was very, very good." Well, the truth is, God is still working very, very good mm. things in the lives of all of His people and in the world. Uh, and he is the, hover, the Spirit of God is still hovering over unformed situations, people, mm. places that he wants to create good things out of. And he's looking to partner with men such as yourself, such as myself, such as those of, of, of your listeners. Right. And he's, he's inviting us to participate in that good that he's working towards to build the kingdom up and for the glory of God to be known throughout the earth. And so... That is what we can do as men of God. We can take we can take our burden of work and this pressure that we feel to to want to simply provide, and we can lay that at the feet of Jesus and say, "Okay, God, I know you're going to provide. You provided this job for me. What else can we do?" Right, man. I love this, and I hate that we're just about out of time. I want to remind listeners, and I, I want to tell them, uh, Pierce Brantley has written a very good book talking, <laughs> I mean, it's it's excellent. It is calling, Awaken to the Purpose of Your Work, and it is available if you're on Facebook or watching on video. It's available May 1st tomorrow. If you're listening on radio, it is now available, um, and it is great. And I love uh, your use of Bible stories in there as well, and your humor and your language with it. Uh, was just really well written, well crafted, and I ju- I just loved it. And the book is great. So, uh, Pierce, uh, thank you so much for writing this book. You're going to impact a lot of lives, and thank you for taking time to tell us a little bit about it. I'm sorry, I really did want to talk to you a bunch more, but thank you for coming on, Steve. I enjoyed this so much. It was an honor to be on your show and get to talk to your listeners, and I. Uh, I'm praying for all of them, and I, I hope that they find that this calling that God has called each one of them to. I, and I'm excited to hear the stories of people that are impacted by this book. I'm excited to hear the different jobs and the different, hey, in my job over here, this is how God was at work and how I saw God and how I saw it was more than the mundane. So yes. I really hope yes. that uh, you get to start to hear some of those testimonies of people because um, I think it's great. Calling, Awaken to the Purpose of Your Work, Pierce Brantley, get it now. Uh, and very bold listeners, I just want to remind you, man, that is a hope that we're talking about. Whatever your situation, maybe the one thing you dread, your job, God wants to bring hope and he wants to speak to you and he wants to use you in whatever way he can. But it's exciting instead of just killing your spirit, it should enliven your spirit. So get this book and, uh, man, remember God is with you. So I just want to thank you, KSLR listeners, for tuning in each week to Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I want to remind you, I would love to hear from you. Email me, steve at verybold.com. That is steve at verybold.com. In fact, if you're the first one to email me, I would love to give you one of our new ball caps with that VB logo on it. So email me, steve at verybold.com. I want to also say thank you to our producer, Mark Carrion, for doing such an outstanding job producing, directing, and everything that he does. He just does such great work. And I want to let you know some things that are coming up. If there are any baseball fans out there, especially Chicago Cubs, you are going to love this. 
He went over to Japan in 2010 and broke Ichiro's single-season hit record. We're going to talk to Matt Merton on an upcoming Very Bold Radio and Podcast about that, about his time with the Cubs, and about his faith as well. We've also got some interviews coming up with some singers and songwriters, including Cody Ray Lee of Upper Room. Have you heard of Upper Room in Dallas? It is a worship kind of constant sort of church. Cody Ray Lee is on their new CD slash album, and he is outstanding. He is just anointed by the Spirit of God. You're going to want to meet Cody Ray Lee. We also have, hopefully, I'm working on this, an interview with Major League Soccer player Caleb Stanko, who's a strong Christian, plays for FC Cincinnati. Before that, he played in the Bundesliga in Germany. So if we have any soccer fans out there, you would know that is playing some great, great soccer. He's got a strong story of overcoming adversity, like many of these people do. And I know you have a strong story of overcoming some sort of adversity in your life. I would love to hear that as well. So email me, steve at verybold.com. Hey, I want to remind you what Paul wrote is true. We have an incredible, incredible hope. I pray that you know that hope today. He wrote in 2 Corinthians 3.12, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.